Insomniac, I love you. Insomniac, I love you too. So, menage a toi? Insomniac, don't do it. I know what these two are like. They will take you, they will grab your love, and they will just tear it asunder after they've used you like a dirty tissue and throw you in the sock drawer. On tonight's Hack the Dino. Oh no, what happened? Hi everyone, it's me, Ben Rosenthal. I'm here, and I'm here <laughs> talking to you because uh, our, our title thing isn't working, but you that's ready? okay. You ready? Here it comes. Here oh, it comes. Here it comes. Welcome to Hack the Dino's Gaming Cast. That's right, we are here to give you all the latest news about video games and all the stuff you should do because we told you so. I am the 98 skill tester champion of the world, Ben Rosenthal, and I'm one of your co-hosts. Joining me this evening is Xbox's biggest fan, as well as the silver fox of the gaming cast, ladies and gentlemen, Braden Dixon. Hello! How, How are you, Brayden? I'm alright, feeling a little flat, but it's all good. <laughs> You made that joke last time! Yeah, I, but you know what? It works every time. You, know you, you keep doing it, it's mate. A, it's a two-dimensional joke. <laughs> Brayden, uh, you weren't here last show because you were receiving, of course, as I told everyone, the Order of Australia. Yeah, yeah that's that. right. Yeah, that's, that's ha- correct. How did it go, meeting um, the Governor-General? Um, well, I asked if I could speak to ScoMo directly, and they said no. Um, oh, they heard about you. Yeah, they heard mm. about me beforehand. Mm. Um, mm. So that was a bit of a shame, but uh, no, it was a, a, a riot of a time. Uh, definitely uh, didn't travel interstate or anything. No, no, they flew to you, because that's how important you are. So yeah, they I'll, travelled well, interstate. It was over Skype, which I thought was weird, because, you know, Zoom's the more popular one now. Yeah, um, I thought you did uh, it over. ScoMo, like he does everything yeah, that's like 20 it, years it behind. It dropped out really badly, a lot of it, but I think I still got it. Is that when you switched to MSN Messenger? Yeah, yeah, and then they uh, they sent it as a photo and it took eight days <laughs> to load. <laughs> Incidentally, uh, Brayden, I won't say who, but someone actually asked me <laughs> if you actually <laughs> won an award oh in all God. seriousness. <laughs> so either I don't think they know what the Order of Australia is, <laughs> yeah. or they were just humouring me. Yeah. Or they, they do believe it. And they also think that my ass blew apart because of explosive <laughs> diarrhea. Which, hang on a second, if I'm not here, explosive diarrhea. If Braden's not here, he's getting awarded. Yeah. What the fuck. <laughs> that voice you can hear that's that's drowning in in the the poo coloured liquid that the is his livid, life. The livid voice is floppy staric. Also, 1947's skill tester champion. 1947. Yeah, I'm wow. old. I'm an old man. Hence the uh, Silver Fox. Interesting. What have you been up to, Floppy? Uh, I've been playing some games, man. Yeah? Yeah, I've been playing... Uh, now, I don't know how to how to pronounce this probably. Either It's either Vampire or it's Vampire. 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 Which is a game I picked up in like, I don't know, 2017 and never really did much with, but I've thrown it back in the machine this week or the last two weeks. And it's really freaking cool. So it is set... I think it's 1917... So, no, no, no. 1970. Yeah, are you going to do that all the whole time? Yeah. I'm going to hit you. You can try. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, 1917, you're a doctor. You've just got back from the war, First World War. Uh, so, you're a man of science. You love science. Science is cool. World is round. So, doctor in 1917, science concluded of cutting off legs. Yeah, or like feeding you leeches. Heaps of cocaine. Mm. Yeah, yeah, a lot of cocaine actually. <laughs> yeah, Doctors cocaine. knew what was up in the 1917s. Let um, me tell you. But you have woken up at the start of the game as a vampire. So you've got this whole man of science and then supernatural being internal struggle going on, which is quite cool. Um, now, coolest part of the game that I think is the difficulty setting. Mm-hmm. There isn't one. Good, good. The game is as hard uh, as you make it by the way that you play. So you can either... Generally that happens. Yeah, no, but you can either... How you um, play determines how hard you get. <laughs> you can either play along and just like feed on everyone you come in contact with. Yep, that's and you'll generally get, my rule. Yeah, and you'll get heaps stronger, right? You'll get heaps stronger, game will be easier. <laughs> well, for about 30 seconds and then, and then I'm a weak little puppy. Yes. And um, you fucking put me up. <laughs> As I said, I now I know yeah. why Dan left. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so you can feed on everyone, get heap strong, games easier, but it's over quicker as well. You don't you don't get as much out of it. Um, oh no, I get enough. <laughs> what have you been playing this week, Ben? <laughs> However, 
if you talk to everyone, uncover side missions and stories, and you get branch like tree branches, the, the skill branches and things like that that open up for different people, you get way more out of the game. You get way more lore and everything like that, but you're not as strong, so it's harder. But the more you talk to a specific people, the uh, sweeter their blood becomes. So you can like become heaps good friends with like one person, mung down on them, get heaps strong. It's really cool, man. Cool powers, cool upgrade systems, simple combat. Yeah, I'm digging it. Um, is it uh, a long game? Like, how far in? Are uh, oh, I'm probably about three or four hours in, and it's probably about a. I think it's about a twelve to fifteen hour game, maybe at max. Uh, you know, with the way I play games, it will be because I'm bad at them, so they take a long time. Mm-hmm. This is right at the start. This is one of the sewer beasts that you're uh, encountering. Oh, he eats beasts as well. Yeah, so you can mung down on people, and then you get like blood powers. They can allow you to like shift through things or like do like big rage attacks. Hey, Floppy. Yes, mate. Uh, use a single word to tell me you're Australian without saying you're Australian. <laughs> Mung. <laughs> For those of you in America who listen to this, that means podcast, bite or eat. Yes, yes, that's an Australian colloquialism. Sorry about that. Uh, the other thing I've been playing, which I didn't put a video up because of you know uh, where it's come from. At the moment, was uh, I did start playing the campaign for Call of Duty Cold War because it's set in the 1980s and kind of like the sound of that. Sure, but until that company makes uh, better life choices, they can they can fuck right off. Correct. Uh, also, I've... didn't pay for it. Oh, okay. That's that, fine. That's that's fine. Stole it Still from not KB giving Hi-Fi. them any <laughs> <laughs> any any thing that are good. Yep. Uh, Brayden, what have you been playing? Oh. Let's jump to you, Ooh, okay. because I've not been playing much, and I, uh, I think mine's going to be more of a post-show thing. That's <laughs> fair enough. Um, I have still been trying to stick with playing through Avengers. <laughs> um, you silly, silly man. I am doing the Lord's work. Um, cheers, Teeps. Oh, thanks, Teeps, for the sub. Appreciate it. Cheers, hey, Teeps. Uh, glass. Cool uh, guy. I, I don't have a glass. Raise a pair of sunnies. I've been doing uh, the Lord's work here, and uh, I'm our informant on... Uh, whether or not uh, Square Enix's Avengers is any good, uh, I'm still only in the Kate Bishop expansion, so I've got a while to go. Um, is Clint Barton still to come? Uh, no, but they've revealed like what's up with him. Okay. In the I'm like I think in the percentage of, of the campaign thing, I'm up to like seventy percent through the Kate Bishop one. Ashley Birch is the only thing pulling me through it. She's great. Because Ashley Birch is Kate Bishop. Are you still finding the gameplay like pretty um, solid, or is it way repetitive now? I'm enjoying it enough. Like, there's enough like <laughs> upgrading. That's a sign of a good game. There's yeah. enough like upgrading and like trying to expand what you're doing with it to actually kind of make it interesting. Um, it's just it's still just glitchy as fuck. Oh really? Oh my god! All the time. Did still. I tell you, did I tell you guys about me playing through the like main campaign? There was a moment early on where it was like, oh, you're the Hulk, and the Hulk and Ms. Marvel have to go and they have to go and do a thing. And I, lo- I load in, and I'm Hulk, Ms. Marvel, Captain America, and That's Black right. Widow. Yep, you told me about that before you completed that mission where you know, Captain America Captain America is dead. very dead, and Black <laughs> Widow hasn't been seen in five years. And it's just like, guys, what the hell are you doing? Bit of miscommunication there. What are you breaking the shit, man? Uh, no, no. We talked about Square Enix's Avengers. It's an understandable response. Um, but <laughs> just breaking stuff. The I'm other keen thing to I've... hear about your your next one. The other thing I've been playing purely because the second one came out very like very recently, and uh, a YouTuber slash author I watch, um, Nerd Cubed, uh, is one of his favorite games. So I've heard him talk about it a bunch. I checked out Psychonauts. Yeah. After all these years... It's a good game. Psychonauts 2 just came out. um, And Psychonauts is really, really, really cool. Mm -hmm. So you go into someone's head or something, don't you? Yes. So you play as Raz or Rasputin. Uh, You are wanting to be one of the Psychonauts, which is an elite team. They're kind of like a spy agency, but they're all psychics. Um, And... You're this kid, and you go on the Psychonauts summer camp, and <laughs> the whole thing is set at a summer camp with all these other wacky kids who are all slightly psychic, and all of a sudden, like craziness ensues. Um, but the majority of it is so you're in these levels on the outside real world, but then you jump into people's heads through these little doorways, and that's You've been there. those are your separate little levels. So I'll skip a little bit here. Do, 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 do. 
Um, we'll jump into... Have you got up to the Milkman Conspiracy? Oh my god. So I finished Psychonauts. Oh, good. I flew through it. Um, it's long? not a long game. No, but the final boss is fucked. Yep. It, they need to update this game. Do you know that actually insane. got oh, okay. updated? Anto saying in the chat, don't spoil the end. I will not spoil the end. Okay. okay. I will just say that... Uh, so that, that final level that is well-renowned for being very hard, yep. uh, that is actually nerfed. <laughs> it oh was my harder God, really? before you played that. Oh my God. That okay. sounds hard. So like this, you chuck, chuck a little doorway onto their head and then you can dive straight into them. This is the Milkman Conspiracy level, just to give an idea of what the craziness of this game can be. It's so high concept and so like quirky humor. Um it's basically a third-person action-adventure point-and-click type game. It actually sounds like right up my alley. Too. Exactly. It's really cool. So really it good. has its roots set in old point-and-click adventure and like collect-a-thon type things. So imagine if you mesh together, uh, was it uh, Monkey Island with uh, Mario 64. I'm okay with that. And then you throw in some like witty writing. And completely high concept, kind of parody of other genres, um, as well as tackling like actual like mental health issues and like pe- like people suffering from anxieties and doubts and not being well. Um, like this guy, the whole point of this level is that this guy has high paranoia, so it's all about conspiracy theories and like the government tracking you and all this other crazy stuff. But it is basically set in like an abstract art piece where the world is really, really blown apart. And it's, I, I highly recommend it. It's been out for friggin' 16 years or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and, what are you playing on? Uh, so I played it on my PS2. I legitimately <laughs> so you got an OG one, did on you? On my PS2. So that level was fucking hard. Thank you very much. Um, Not nerfed. And it is. It's it's great fun. I loved it. Um, I've watched the opening of Psychonauts two, and if you like don't like dentistry, fair warning on that because it's weird and abstract as shit, and it's very uncomfortable if you don't like teeth and things related to that sort of I stuff. I like them. I just like them where they are. Um, <laughs> not out in a tray. But it seems like they're doing some like it seems like it picks up literally days after the first game. So, like, if you haven't played it in 16 years, it might be a little bit foggy. Have but you, there's a little animation that, like, leads you into it. Have you got Games Pass? Uh, I did. I do not at the moment. Yeah. I know that it's on Games Pass. Yeah, number two games Game Pass. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, from what I've been told from people who've platinumed, well, not platinum, completed um, uh, Psychonauts 2, it is basically Psychonauts 1, but the way they wanted it made. Because Psychonauts 1 went through a whole heap of development hell. Mm. Uh, we mm. recently did a uh, Xbox Legacy Cast podcast on it, and I went in and researched everything they went into. And, oh boy, they went through the ringer on this one. Yeah, they were um, published by, like, nobody. Like, published by a tiny publishing company. Yeah, after Microsoft dropped it, because yeah. they were focusing on the 360. It's mm. crazy. Uh, and the Milkman Conspiracy level... Part of that came from they used to get, uh, there was a homeless guy who used to be out the front of their studio, so they'd uh, pay him to come in and just clean up the office and everything. Right. And he had conspiracy theories, so that's oh where uh, Paul Schaefer, uh, Paul Schaefer? Yeah, got um, Tim. Tim, Tim Schaefer. Schaefer. Who's Paul Schaefer? I don't know. Paul don't Schaefer know. was on the late show. He was the pianist for. Yeah, <laughs> oh he's the ball guy. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh, that's why you're so obsessed with him. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, so really cool game, really cool uh, that it's it's. Got the kudos it deserves. Um, now, our beloved uh, social media guru, Anto, is in the chat at the moment. And he's asked if it's getting a physical release. I assume he means for Psychonauts 1. Uh, I think for Psychonauts 2. Because yeah, because Psychonauts 1, you can get a physical. I think it's on PS4, you can get one. P- well, it was a limited run edition. There's nothing yet, mm. but I believe they're going to be doing a... Like, there's talk of there being a limited run... Um, release that they do with you know hey Brad, do you see who stuff. works for limited run now who jared petty really Does yeah he? jared petty's oh. working for limited run now well now glad he got off that bloody stadium crap yeah <laughs> yeah bless him oh he <laughs> jumped, did the right thing there. jumped off a sinking ship there but i highly recommend if you haven't checked out psychonauts go check out psychonauts yeah, yeah. i, I do too great game uh speaking so, of playstation <laughs> <laughs> uh i have just been grinding on Fortnite because we are of course uh 
couple of days away from the next big event. Floppy, <laughs> I'm used to Braden before. I was sitting down with Floppy going through all the main events, just filling him in on the law because Floppy's got a little bit obsessed with it as well. Uh, and just talking him through the uh, the meta game and, and the storyline and everything. While Braden was in the other room working, and I said, I like the way that uh, the young Braden was working, whereas young- the two 40-year-old men were sitting down playing, watching, watching Fortnite, Fortnite videos. videos. <laughs> uh, but I've also been continuing with Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, still a great game, still awesome. I, I was going to show some of the pickups that I got throughout the week, but they're over there. So that's not happening. That one looks good. So we, we will do that in the post show. So if you would like to see that and be part of the post show, you can by heading on over to hackthedino.com, pressing the little Patreon button and becoming one of our Patreons. I forgot what level it is. We'll tell you a bit later on. But hackthedino.com, while you're there, you can also subscribe at youtube.com backslash hackthedino or follow our podcast on all the podcast apps. Uh, just look for Hack the Dino Gaming Cast. This is our gaming cast. We are Hack the Dino. You're listening to the gaming cast. Now, on with the show. Just quickly, oh, back blank. to Ghost of Shima, super, super quickly. Yo. As the Phrenix talks in the in the chat, padding foxes. They have updated and added oh, more. Oh, yeah. I just had to foxes. include this. Oh, my god. Man, goodness. the foxes look sick. Uh, that, they are so excitable. They sit there going, their little paws going. They do their little dance. Have you seen it, Brayden? Yes, I have. It's awesome. They I'm trying to find a little. They get it so excited, and then they roll over, and then you give their little belly a little rub. You ready? You ready? Here it is. Here it is. You ready? Look at him. He's so cute. What a little dude. And they roll over for belly rubs. and float above the ground. Kids don't do this with actual foxes. You know, and jump into a rock. If you get me in the right spot, I'll do that. It's a bear? Yeah, it was a bear. Okay. Well, either way, uh, bear this in mind, we've got a show to talk about. Uh, Of course, the big news that happened today, one that everyone is talking about, one that everyone can't get enough of, is, of course, the massive announcement that uh, the new WarioWare game is out. So we're going to spend another hour talking about (laughs) WarioWare. Floppy, what's your favorite WarioWare moment? I don't know what that is. Of course, I am being a funny man. I am talking about the PlayStation Showcase, which... Shut up. Oh, which... Or, uh, yeah, okay. Funny's a stretch. PlayStation Showcase aired this morning. I did do a live reaction to it. What we're seeing on screen here is this really freaking weird trailer they had. I don't get what this was for. No, so PlayStation, like, you know, they've done their, like, oh, like, all the characters and all the worlds are all together and, like, you play alongside them and all that. They've done their live-action ads before and stuff. This one is so high-concept that it doesn't really land on anything. I feel like it's... Yeah, I didn't get it. It wasn't until the end that I got it. It's those two people using their pawn pieces in order to take the other one out. Yeah. But I just sat there calling... All the characters have symbols on them, but it's still just, like... Is PlayStation working on a chess game? What are you doing, guys? I, f- I feel like they could have simplified that a little bit and maybe got, a, I just got told the, the idea live, home a little. I just told the live chat that it was PlayStation the movie. That they happened to announce <laughs> that PlayStation is doing a movie. Starring Ryan Reynolds. And uh, yeah, it, this, this, was, this was it. So well done. So this was a waste of time. They yep, probably could have gone to an indie time. developer. Pro- probably sort of skipped that. And just talked about the first thing that popped up, which was freaking awesome. Yeah, so uh, the... Yeah, well, Braden, do you want to roll the footage that we've got I there? I certainly do. Uh, so just, just saying, how long has people been asked? How long have people been after this? I don't know, but leading up to this, Jason Schreier tweeted out that uh, you're going to get superheroes and you're going to get a game that I've been asked so many times over the years whether it's going to get a remake or not. Ugh. So the Lucasfilm popped up, and I was sort of like, "Ooh!" Okay. Oh, I picked it straight away. Oh, really? Yeah, as soon as I saw Lucasfilm. I did not at all. I When I saw... They were talking about the Sith. Well, I, I hoped it was going to be. And then the red lightsaber popped. I went, ooh. And then when it, it went up, I got goosebumps and went, oh, it's Darth Raven. Oh, my God. We got Knights of the Old Republic. Incredibly right. excited. Yes. My God. So, if you haven't played Knights of the Old Republic, uh, clap your hands. <laughs> You know why? Because I never had a freaking Xbox back then. And I've wanted to play it ever since. Yep. I'm just going to play this one. And PlayStation exclusive so far. I know. Uh, for the first Is it year. timed? Yeah, first timed. Year. First year. That makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, but uh, yeah, really looking forward to seeing that. I was very, very happy with it. Uh, couldn't be more happy. One that thing was awesome. I wasn't happy about. Were uh, these uh, super, like, uh, Sony being super up themselves again, interstitials, taking up heaps of time, being super crazy again? Yeah, because, you know, uh, no indies need that platform. Um, but Project Eve was next. And it started, and I'm looking at it going, is this Bayonetta? 
so I, I was watching this and Triple Indy's not going to like this. So I'm just warning you now. I thought this looked like Nia. It showed a butt. And I went, oh, but... And then there was this point here, and I think it's just coming up. She flips over, and you Jesus cop an eye for And you can see the whole vulva. And I just went, no. No, not for me. No. Um, I tried my best. There were some really cool uh, designs of the, the aliens. Some of them looked really, really great. There was one part where an eyeball has an eyeball on it. Oh, so that's like eyeballception. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, I can, I can see what this game is. Not for me. Uh, Floppy, what do you think? You like this. I like it. To be honest, I didn't notice any of that until you guys said something and I went back and watched it again. I was like, oh, that's, there it is. Yeah. Didn't even notice it throughout the thing. I was too blown away with the like this, the action and the and the graphics and the way it looked in the combat. I thought it looked really cool, really awesome. I, I agree. I don't think it's going to be a game that I play, but I thought it looked pretty cool. Yep. Uh, Braden, what were your thoughts? So my thoughts... Uh, <laughs> oh dear so this thing started strap yourself in uh, it was like the first 10 seconds and you get the massive crotch shot and I was like Jesus Christ this is not my kind of game I skipped forward about 30 seconds mm -hmm. and I went nah fuck this and just skipped the whole part I just couldn't I was just like nah this is not my type of game I do not like the look of it whatsoever it's gross I nah I'm not not not, not for me I ended up just ripping on it, so I went, "Oh, it's a post-apocalyptic world, but her like latex is all still shiny. Who does a who does all their sewing?" I mean, it looks who exact, all their stuff. It looks like uh, like Near Automata and Bayonetta, and it doesn't look like anything new to me. I'll say, can I can I jump in? It might be unpopular opinion. Like I hundred percent agree. You don't need butt shots and whatever like that in there. Skin tight lycra. You know what? I go to. The, I, I work in a shopping center. Mm -hmm. About fifty percent of the people wear yoga pants and skin tight crop tops. Mm -hmm. But they so, don't live in the apocalypse. No, but and fight uh, tentacle monsters. If every game is that, that's not okay. If it's in some games, I don't care. Okay. As yeah, long as you represent everyone, I'm cool. That's for the, right. For the people who like this genre, you guys go enjoy it. Absolutely. Yeah. It looked like it was a well-made game not one that i'm going to play but a well-made game i'm happy for the people who who like it and who can't wait for it i did like chainsaw dinosaur i thought that was cool <laughs> chainsaw dinosaur was freaking cool. chainsaw, chainsaw dinosaur was a good addition especially when they take a bite out of the there we go num, 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 num. <laughs> good God. but yeah it, it's not for me but it, i am certain it is for a lot of people out there uh i've got a quote here of to what it is uh, Project Eve a previously announced game looks like Nier had a baby with Bloodborne and Devil May Cry I see that um, it, the trailer showed off some flashy combat from main character Eve and a floating drone like companion a slowdown mechanic when dodging attacks also resembles the Bayonetta game so it looks like that uh, menage a trois that Floppy was talking about earlier but not with Insomniac Anto's got a point it looks very Metal Gear Rising true true um, but I I hope it's not as popular as Metal Gear Survive. Popular? It was, I was being facetious. Metal gotcha. Gear Survive wasn't popular. I gotcha. Uh, it was a double negative. I'll tell you what, the next one is one that I'm going to play. Yeah? Yep. You have Forspoken. I have. I thought it was Forsaken for so long though until someone corrected me in the chat and then I was like, oh shit. I think that stems from the fact that it's a shocking name for a video game. Horrible oh, name. It's a dumb name. Like, I don't get the name I, at all. I again, made fun of that by just going... Ooh, I'm Forspoken, am I? Oh, here I go in the Forspoken land. It's such a shame because it looks like such it's an interesting forspunkin. game. Um, the game was formerly Look known as... Look at that as... ragdoll cat! I <laughs> know. Oh, game formerly known as Project uh, Athia. Uh, during the showcase, pu publisher Square Enix revealed that it will be released in spring 2022. And this is what they say the game is about. Quote, in Forspoken, play players take on the role of Frey Holland. I love that name, Frey. The game's protagonist has found herself transported to the world of Athia, and she'll have to use her powers to explore the game's location and survive its various dangers. The game's storyline is being written by Gary Witter. Hey! I'm down with that, because that dude writes some cool shit. Uh, he wrote Rogue One. He wrote Rogue One, yeah, amongst many Among, other and, video games. And uh, uh, Book of Elo. And he's also on uh, Kind of Funny a lot as well. Yeah. Uh yeah, it just goes on a little bit about Gary Witter. So yeah, really, really excited about that. I, up until this port, point, uh, where we see the character going into the Forspoken world, uh, I wasn't too fussed on it. But then when I started showing sort of gameplay, 
and how the character controls sort of different elements and battles and sort and of the open world. she's the legend of the Ten Rings. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I thought, oh, this, this actually, this might be my jam. I'll you know what, you know what made me game, look like. up at it? Was like, because I was doing other stuff while it was on and then it was the, uh, the dialogue. I'm, sorry, I'm just going to step on Triple Indy's comment. He didn't like the dialogue. Uh, the dialogue of when the things are in her arm. Mm-hmm. And started, I'm over here, I'm on your arm. That, that made me look up and be like, ah, this is freaking cool. Yeah. Look at uh, that water thing. The water looked great. I really like the fluidity of it. That like just how smooth the character moves between combat and evading or moving. Um the the Uncanny Valley was very real for me. Oh, <laughs> like, this is all yeah. still in production though. Like, yeah, yeah, it'll be polished, but Look at that. That looks sick. Just the way you can yeah, like we saw there, the character swinging and then using her powers to get some momentum to then use her powers again in order to get across. Uh yeah, it was great. Yeah. It was um, like cheesy and cool. <laughs> obliterated them with water. That was great. Um, but yeah, really like that. Uh, I, it's one I will definitely keep my eye on next year. Uh, then we had, obviously we're not going to go through all of the games. I've picked out the highlights. And I think next I've one's maybe sick. Two. <laughs> the whole thing, I, I dropped two. But Tiny Tina's Wonderland. So did you know who Tiny Tina was? I knew she was an offshoot from uh, Borderlands. Borderlands. I think it was Borderlands 2. Yeah. Yes. Borderlands 2. Actually, so, merch again. Yeah. So I bought DLC for Borderlands 2 to play Tiny Tina's mission. Because mm. you go into her mission in Borderlands 2 to her sort of where she lives and they're playing a and d game. Yep. With, well, it's, it, I think it's called D&D, but it's that style of game. With like Roland and more, and I think it was Mordecai and stuff like that. And <laughs> it's you go bunkers in, and badasses. I just saw yeah. it on the screen then. <laughs> And you play, um, you you go into the game that they're playing on a tabletop. And you play a campaign, and yeah. You, and you play a campaign. So See, I had no cool. idea. And then I, when I saw this, I went, oh, well, that's really cool. Yeah. It's uh, amazing, man. Love the art style here. I love the writing, the humor. Um, <laughs> I love it. They, they also say, and also guns. And Tina goes, yeah, it's a, a fantasy, fantasy RPG world? with guns, but show up, shut up and take your turn. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Really, really cool. So it's scheduled to release on March 25th next year. And we'll also be on PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S, and all PC platforms. My only thing is Tiny Tina was really, really fun and over the top as like a side mission in DLC. It does make me think if it's going to get too much in a whole game. Yeah? Yeah. That's well, it depends how that... long the game is. Yeah. And like how often do they break out of the D&D sort of... Well, I, I'm assuming she's the, the DM, so yep. you'll hear her all the whole time, I reckon. Yep. But I might be wrong. I don't know. It's over 40 hours of Ashley Birch commentating whatever the shit you guys get up to. Fuck. Is that the official press release? No, no, but I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, yeah. I was like, Jesus, I thought you were reading that from somewhere. Google. Uh, Ashley Birch is very talented. Yeah. Very talented <laughs> person. As is Ashley Birch's uh, other sibling. Mm. Other sibling? <laughs> There's multiple. Or just sibling? Sibling. Sibling, sibling will do. Uh, Anthony Birch. Uh, <laughs> oh, Brayden. Do you know uh, Anthony Birch? Yes. After that thing that happened in Dungeons and Daddies, which everyone should go listen to. Go listen to Dungeons and Daddies. I got uh, Brayden and Dan onto it. It's a fantastic podcast. Never heard of it. Floppy, you would love it. Never heard of it. Uh, But yeah, there was a a shocking... The DM, Anthony Birch, who's Ashley Birch's brother, uh, there was a shocking twist at the end of the latest episode. And uh, while the cast members were reeling... (laughs) He just goes, I'm going to a wrestling show, bye fuckers! And just got up and walked out. Yeah, he just backs up and leaves, it's great. Uh, and yeah, he, he left and went to All Out, which possibly was the best wrestling show that has been around in the past 20 years. But we won't talk about wrestling. Do you That'll like wrestling? Past show. Yeah, post show. Past show? Post Whatever. show. Hashtag not ad. Uh, no. <laughs> Speaking of past... The past came to visit us again as GTA 5 made its way onto the third iteration of a console generation. And oh, no, so PS3 360, mm-hmm. PS4 Xbox One, mm-hmm. PC, mm-hmm. and now PS5 and Series X. Yep. Yep. It's Jesus. still coming for you. Brandon, you were... <laughs> Can you want to say milk it? <laughs> you were a bit dirty on this, weren't you? I... So... My whole thing with this is like, okay, yeah, I, I get it. Like, Skyrim's existed on everything as well. That's... Yep. Like, you know, but just literally ending your trailer with the line from Trevor saying, <laughs> we're going to make out like bandits from this. I love He's talking that. about a heist, but it's 100% about the fact that they've just releasing this game. I imagine again. for full price again. Oh, absolutely. It's uh, disgusting. Wasn't, no, wasn't it? 
like surely it's cheap by now. The, surely like, it's like it should be twenty dollars. I mean, at brand this point. new, it's like forty bucks or something now. It should be twenty dollars. It's ridiculous. Online should be free, and the campaign should be twenty dollars. Yeah, but as Triple Indy points out uh, in the chat, stop buying GTA Five. Eventually, you'll get GTA Six. No, you won't. But people aren't buying GTA Five; they're buying the microtransactions. And that's why you never get in GTA but G- Six. No, GTA Five is consistently on top of the sales charts. Yeah, but it's not because of the no. It, the game. It's because every every year there's a new generation of nine year olds that need to start playing. Actually, yeah, you're right. There is a new generation of kids who find out how credit cards work. They yeah. steal their grandparents' wallet and then instantly go and buy a no. million shark bucks. They just tell their mum that it's only got violence in it and it'll be okay. And then ignore the R rating. Do parents even care about ratings anymore? They do when I tell them about it. Really? Yeah. (laughs) You're the cock blocker, aren't you? I may get a little bit graphic. (laughs) Sometimes I may may bust out the the term interactive sexual torture, touch of necrophilia. (laughs) Just a touch. Just a touch. Just a tip. I love Uh, it. It's one of my favorite parts of my day. Teeps uh, teeps in the chat can confirm that. Uh, Kid... Amnesia exhibition was announced. Now, I start off with I didn't know what this was. So we can see the trailer. Yeah, I didn't get out. this. A, eh? I mean, it's got radio, Radiohead. That's cool. Um, I started watching it and thought, is this Control? Are we getting a new Control DLC? Is it sort of um, lending its way into the Control sequel or the expanded Control universe? Uh, and then it flashed up that it's by an experience with Radiohead and Epic Games. <laughs> Weird. Um, so. Is it, a, is it sort of like you download the experience onto your console and or is it like an, a, a timed event? And then part of me thought, maybe it's a Fortnite thing. I think once you're fully vaccinated, it's just beamed straight to your brain. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, no, it can't be because it's PlayStation and Bill Gates um, owns everyone's soul after you get vaccinated, remember? Um, it's very interesting it it's like I wonder if this is where we're now going to lean into like the new like interactive concert type deals yeah that's what I was thinking yeah oh shit I'm very interested but honestly as it was going I was like is this like a Binding of Isaac tie in thing well see all I could think of was um, it's another Fortnite concert yeah (laughs) Uh, well it makes sense it's coming in November so Fortnite have their new season starting uh, this weekend as we record this. And then they go into Fort Nightmares for all of October, which is horror themed. And then coming out of that would be November, which is when this would release. Do you really think this is going to be a Fortnite thing though? Well, it, I'm just saying it could be. It's a, it's a possibility. Because, you know, Epic have a lot of money. And they Radiohead do. aren't doing much. Speaking of not doing much when I started to see it, but then towards the end I went, yeah, I'm all about this game. I don't know how to pronounce it though. Uh, Tachia? Is it Tachia? I'd, I'd say Tachia. Tachia? Ah, uh, bloody, you trolled me. Did what? I? Yeah, you did. The, the Tachia, and then I click the link and it comes up with the fucking Project Eve trailer. Oh, really? <laughs> God damn it. Let me find it. I didn't mean to. Trolled him. <laughs> trolled him like a good old troll. I well, thought you were just messing with me. Because this game looks wholesome as hell. Uh, yeah. Uh, very Zelda-like. Very wholesome. Uh, it's a tropical open world adventure that sees you taking control of any animal or objects you can find. Uh, also, you can pack crabs. I must have missed... What? Yeah, you can you can pack crabs. You'll this is, this looks really cute. I thought you said oh, you can get crabs. Um, yeah, so it looks great. It's inspired by New Caledonia, I believe. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing I loved about it the most is no one speaking English in it. I loved that. Yeah. It's so excellent. It, it's mangroves, just the way to delve deeper into the world um, and and be feel like you're a part of that world. Uh, I, me, can. personally, I hate... Films where, or, or media where you are like German and everyone speaks with an English accent. Like, give me subtitles to make me feel like I, I'm part of that experience. I don't like subtitles. I don't read quick enough. Well, you probably won't like this game. But uh, this looks, looks pretty. Great. Yeah. Uh, original concept there of using a, a glider. Never um, seen that before. But yeah, it was at that point I went, oh, so it's a Zelda-like. Sweet. Awesome. But it, it looks like it's kind of just an, an explorathon. Yeah, yeah, it looks pretty like cool. It, it it looks like there's like there's like mystery to find out about the island and stuff, but also at the same time it's like it doesn't look like there's much of a focus on it. Did you play a short hike? Uh no, I still need to. Uh so that was a very short game, but yeah. it, again, very, very similar and you're exploring the island trying to reach the top. Um very, very similar vibe, but I think it's a bit more uh fleshed out. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I, I don't see a lot of people reporting on this, but this looks completely yeah, like my type of game. I had not heard anything about this when it came up. Here yeah, it looks super cute. And here's Crabs. a crab. And you can go give the pat a little... Don't, don't pat it. Crab. It's going to bite you, no, dickhead. Look at him. They're it friends. loves you. It's trying to bite you. No, it gave you a love heart. No. No no, no claws. Gran Turismo 7. All right. Do you I'll know what's good about excited. Gran Turismo 7? I spent uh, the whole thing just going, Real cars! Real cars! Real cars! Brayden, tell us about real cars. Real car. <laughs> uh, scheduled to launch on March 4th. And quote, Whether you're a competitive racer... Collector, fine tuning builder, live li- livery, livery designer, livery, livery designer. designer is, is the is... stuff that goes on there, like the decals. Oh and right, okay. The vinyls and stuff. The livery. car, uh, photographer or arcade fan, ignite your personal passion for cars with features inspired by the past, present, and future of Gran Turismo. Things like product placement. Man, it looks awesome. Tell you what, the ray tracing in this is yeah, so like freaking. Look at us, we're gorgeous. Yeah, look at that. That is what's phenomenal. that? That's who the cares? That's, that's the crystal. That's the crystal that make the cars it's go. This shot, it's my favorite. I believe it's this shot. Is it the this next one? Bit? Yeah, this one here. This is the best yeah. ever. I love it so much. Oh, it's a car. It's hood. a reflection. So floppy. Yeah, mate. Tell us about Gran Turismo. Uh, well, I see, I'm not a huge Gran Turismo guy because I suck at driving simulations. But look how pretty that is, man. I'm totally going to give this a crack and look at some concrete walls and trees that, that I city hit. looks very pretty. Yeah. Actually, this does look very pretty. It looks amazing. Who would have thought if I actually watched the video instead of trying to rip on it the whole time? <laughs> <laughs> so I wonder how much they're delving back into Gran Turismo. So not that there's much lore or anything like that because it's essentially... The lore is you get a car and run. Yeah. it's and a really, run? Drive. Uh, drive. If you run, you're not doing it right. Well, maybe you are. Maybe a Sonic. But it looks like it's gone a little bit arcadey with like need for speed elements, you know, your customizations like that. So if that's true, then I'll play the crap out of this. If it's gone a little bit more arcadey, I'm in. Much that like looks... every um, driving simulator know. like Gran Turismo and stuff, I always look at it and go, man, that looks gorgeous. And then they cut to a shot of them actually driving from the inside the car perspective. And I'm like, I can't see any of the pretty. I don't do that. I always drive it from outside the car so I can look at the pretty car that yeah, I made. Because it cut to this and I was like, oh, that doesn't look fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what if you get to customize your driving gloves? What if you get to customize your hands? So like you got one hand Sonics and one hand Freddy Krueger's. <laughs> oh my God. That's and you're just having trouble like changing gears because you got Because you got one, glaw, one glove, glove, tiny hand yeah. hey, and so one knife hand. In PlayStation, uh, we've been working really hard on the new Gran Turismo. We're really struggling to find a place to put microtransactions in. Uh, how about hands? Sony, call me. Hands. I got ideas. I want to look at these. I like that they got the older cars. These the old Skylines. Uh, the old Jeep looked cool. That's Le Mans cars. When can I play as a DeLorean? In Forza. In Back to the Future. Probably. No, that, probably that'll. Forza. You can't tell me they're not going to go. Here's the Ghostbuster car. Here's yeah, the DeLorean. Oh, that'd be sick. They will do that because they everyone likes money. It's true. I like money. All right, here money, we go. Old, Next old. up. Uh, I was actually surprised by this one. Ghostwire Tokyo trailer. Haven't that seen was, anything from this in a while. Was just no, a cinematic. Nothing. It got delayed hardcore at the start of the pandemic. Um, quote, Tokyo is overrun by deadly supernatural forces perpetrated by a dangerous occultist known as Hanya, Hanya? causing Tokyo's population to vanish in an instant. Uh, Ali, uh, ally, 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 ally. With a powerful special entity on their quest for vengeance and master a powerful arsenal of abilities to unravel the dark truth behind the disappearance as you face the unknown in Ghostwire, Tokyo, and run-on sentences. And run-on sentences. Sorry, I'd muted myself for a second. Um, This is going to do, I think, well, purely on the fact that um, Japanese horror is so hot right now uh, they've chapped, so some of the spirits or ghosts that we saw there yeah. uh, are very reminiscent of yokai yeah. that I've seen and read about in sort of like Japanese legends. Um, yeah, like Japanese horror is great. Japanese yeah. horror is totally, yeah. And every time they remake it for like a, a Western audience and that, it always goes bananas. One of the things I really like doing in my downtime is watching uh, like top five ghost videos and just laughing my ass like off. Like real ones? Yeah, 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 real ones. Real ghost videos. Real ghost footage. Uh, but the ones that are always done the best are done by people in Japan who have channels. There was one that I was watching where uh, they went to a, a supposedly haunted house and it was yeah. a single Japanese person by himself. 
uh, and he was downstairs camping and he heard footsteps upstairs. So he went upstairs and no one was there. He's looking around and he goes, oh, and it focuses, uh, the camera goes on a knife that's just on a table. Uh, but the table's covered with dust, but the knife isn't. And he's like, oh, and then he goes, his he, uh, footsteps on the stairs. So he goes, oh, and he runs down there and there's no one there and sits down. And then uh, he, his footsteps again, oh, no, I have to go. So as he's leaving, he's walking out. And as he's walking out, there's a little glimpse in the frame. And then the person goes, oh, did you see that? And it goes back and pause it at an exact moment. And just before the camera that he's recording himself pans away, a pair of feet drop down from above. So obviously what well, they've, they've staged it and got yeah. someone else there. Yeah. Uh, but just the framing and the selling of it, it's really cool. I really appreciate their attention to detail in the storytelling, whereas you sort of look at some of the Western ones and it's go, oh, did you see um, uh, there's a ghost? I don't know what you're watching. Ghosts. There you go. Idiot. Anyway, uh, it's coming in Ghostwire Tokyo. It's coming to PS5 and PC <laughs> a year before coming to Xbox. Uh, Alan Wake is getting a remaster. That's not, cool. Not a remake, which is disappointing because I was going to call it Alan Rewake. That would have been cool, actually. So I'll just call it Alan Rewake anyway. Look how pretty that is, though. Uh, they did really well to keep this under wraps considering that it was, what, uh, just last week or this week that it got this leaked week. out. It was this and week. they've obviously been working on it for a long, long time. I tell you what, for a remaster, like I'd never finished this game, but I played a bit of it at the start. And it... Um, it looks way better. Like it looks like a remake, not a remaster. Mm. That's why it's called Alan Remake. Uh, Rewake. Uh, it's coming out October fifth. Did you play this? No, I've not played this. I, I've heard it's very good as uh, all the uh, subsequent DLC that came out, which are included in this as well. Kind of X Filesy, a little bit Twin Peaksy. Yeah, very Twin Peaks from what I've what I've seen. Um, no spoilers, answer. It's coming out, as I said, October 5th on PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, Xbox Series X, S1, PC, and via the Epic Games Store. Uh, it will include the main game as well as the two expansions, The Signal and The Writer, alongside newly rendered 4K visuals and commentary. The character model for Alan Wake and the cinematics have also been updated and improved for the new remaster with choice of next generation upgrades. Did, we, did it say if it was including the... Um... Was it a sequel or a standalone expansion that was like American Wasteland or something? That was uh, that, was, that was separate, I think. Wasn't it? That was a sequel, I think. Yeah. Pretty sure. From what I read. I've yeah. never played it. Oh, no, I never played that Dan either. Played I remember it, seeing it. I believe so. Hmm. It looked less horror and more action-y. Yeah. Speaking of less horror and more action-y, if I didn't flub those words, this would be a great segue. Uncharted, Ooh. the Legacy of Thieves collection was revealed for the PlayStation 5 and PC. It will release in early 2002 on the PS5, while the PC version will release shortly thereafter. Sorry, 2002? Yep, 2022. Two for 22. Oh, okay. Not the early 2000s? Uh, no, no, no. So uh, uh, time travel won't be invented until 2023. I'm sorry. Ah. I just got lost as to what we're talking about now. You just lost me. Uncharted. Well, well, it's not more Uncharted. It's Uncharted again. Uncharted again to coincide nicely with a film that's coming out in February 2022. (gasps) Funny that. I know. Is it going to have Lost Legacy in there? Is it? It's both. It's yeah. yeah, All of it. It's all of it? Yep. Yeah, cool. Uh, Yeah. So, you know, I was expecting Tom Holland's face to be grafted on Nathan Drake. (laughs) Honestly, I was. That would be hilarious. But I was watching this and just looking at Nathan Drake there, I'm thinking, yeah, it really should have been Nathan Fillion. It really should have uh, been. They, he, they, he did a he did that fan thing a while ago, didn't he? Yeah, he made it himself because he's such a fan of it. Uh, then Guardians of the Galaxy new storyline trailer. Um, I know you two are both impressed by this. Yeah, uh, I'll go through what uh, the the storyline is or what was revealed. Um, so the Guardians of the Galaxy are a work for hire group, having only formed a year ago. They are up against the Universal Church of Truth, who want to bring their promise to the galaxy, which will heal everything that was taken or damaged during the Galactic War 12 years earlier. We also see the Nova Corps, which I thought was pretty cool, because I yeah. like the Nova Corps. That was my favourite part about it, other than the fact that um, all it's done is it's confirmed that it isn't just one villain that you're actually going going to be exploring a bunch of different things. Yeah. yeah. Which gave me some more hope. Yeah, so I watched this storyline thing and their jokes and the jokes just fell completely flat for me. Um it had like no heart at all as far as I could like 
determined. Like nothing really grabbed me. Nothing really made me go, oh, cool. I, I can't wait to play that. Um, I don't know. I, I, I've read a few comics in my time. Uh, I loved the Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy movies. And even the Telltale game, I thought, had a real nice charm to it. I like the Telltale one. This just seemed really dry. The, the, the jokes haven't won me over in any way. Like, it's like at the start of this, uh, uh, Peter Quill pretends to have a heart attack. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, okay, so what's the punchline? <laughs> yeah, he's having a heart attack. Okay. That's the joke. Oh. I'm very interested okay. to see whether or not this game lands. Oh, I think it's going to land great. I think you've already made up your mind that you're not going to like it. Oh, so no. no I, so no matter what you see, that. it's going yeah, to be biased. I'm willing to be changed, but I cannot see it. From what I've seen in the past four trailers that they've bought out, I've not seen anything that I have thought, yeah, I'll, I'll give that a go. This is my most anticipated game for this year. I can't wait. But they announced a new Jumanji. And as Floppy's recommendations goes, that bodes well. That's right. Just look at his fantasy critic. <laughs> I'm not uh, saying that everyone needs to look forward to it. I'm just saying oh, I am. Anto's called you out. Hot Wheels. Hot Wheels, Hot Wheels. Floppy. Hot Wheels and Guardians of the Galaxy. Which one? Pick one. Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Nah, you know it's Hot Wheels, mate. Don't lie to yourself. Hot Wheels is going to be super fun, but Guardians of the Galaxy will Does have a Guardians campaign. of the Galaxy have the turtle van? No. Does Hot Wheels? Well, actually, you know what? I have no idea. Yeah, that's true. You don't know. About either of them. It might. He's from the 80s. I agree. Hot Wheels is going to be great. Not going to have a story, though. Do you know what else is going to be great and probably will have a story? Okay, Braden, have you got this footage of me reacting? Uh, I can find it. Do you want me to find it? No, it's fine. Anyway, uh, this came on. This was a surprise. The Marvel logo popped, and I thought, ooh, ooh, are we going to get Spider-Man 2? And then I saw this dismantled bar, and I went... I know what this is. Yeah. I know what this is. And as soon as I saw that hat with the uh, yep. man sitting with the cowboy hat, I went, it's Wolverine. Ooh. We're getting an X-Men game. This is amazing. Holy crap. We got a uh, Wolverine game. I was yelling my butt off, which was just fortuitous because it was about 5.30 in the morning and my family wasn't here last night. So it's good. As soon as he pops his claws, psh, I freaked out. Um, <laughs> and then you freak out more when the text comes up on the screen. That the fact that it's, oh. it's just Wolverine, just Wolverine, just a solo Wolverine did game. Any, did anyone play the Wolverine game that came out in PS3, the X Men Origins Wolverine? Hell yeah! No, I bought, I picked it up on the uh, Wii a couple yeah. of weeks back. I freaking and I said, love it! From all intents and purposes, all intents and purposes. For all the tents and purses, all the tents and porpoises. For all the Turks in Poland, uh, yeah, okay. It, it's a good game. Yeah, it's a great uh, game. Insomniac are just showing off. Yeah. <laughs> well, what I like Thank as well Insomniac. is the fact that Insomniac now have Spider-Man games and Wolverine games. We are getting a crossover. Oh, yeah. I cannot wait. I, I, mean, I, ex- I hope I we don't. Like a, I expect like an end credits thing in Wolverine, which is like, it just shows like the Daily Bugle. Or I don't know, like on a TV, like it'll be on in the background so you can see that it's all the same world, but they're not like... Like Spider-Man, I don't expect Spider-Man to to rock up and like slam against a tree and be like, "Hey, how you doing, dude?" Like, I don't expect that because he's not a Ninja Turtle. Yeah, but like, I don't I don't expect Wolverine to show up, and I don't expect them to be face to face. But I expect them to be like, "This is the same world." Well, in comics, Wolverine just gets like annoyed by Peter. Yeah, yeah. he's constantly like, "Just, oh god, stop, stop." He's a cranky old man and the and the young excitable kid. Yeah. Speaking of young excitable kids, me. <laughs> when this <laughs> popped, uh, we're of course talking about the trailer we saw of Spider Man Two. Now, Ooh, while I was watching yeah. this, they had the Iron Spider arms come out. Yep. Uh, then there was an accented voiceover, and I couldn't work out who it was. So I tried to place it, and it sounded kind of Russian. I thought, well, that's Rhino, but we've already seen Rhino. Mm. Um, then I thought, well, Kingpin. No, we've seen Kingpin as well. Uh, Otto was the main villain of the last game. Who could it possibly be? <laughs> uh, then, of course, we got our answer. It's Venom. How freaking cool is Venom? So, uh, obviously, Spider-Man release target is 2023. Uh, you know, obviously, it'll be delayed or po- could be delayed when they need to work on more puddles because we, we can't have puddle gate. puddles. Uh, but Miles and Spidey are fighting together against unknown foes. Uh, and the accented man has a voice change, and all of a sudden, a big old teethy smile and two big old eyes come out of the darkness, and we see it's the V-Man, 
coming at you with all his sharp things. Venomy? I believe Goodness. you get a solid like eight frames of Venom on screen. That's eight pretty frames. Sick. Eight frames, I'm pretty sure, because it's so quick. You ready? Here it comes. Here it comes. Here it comes. You ready? Wait for it. Needed more tongue, though. It's not Tom Hardy. No, it's proper Venom. Yeah. Um, I 100% was of the thought of, I have no clue who this voice over is. Um, and I thought Venom was a separate person. I Possibly. Thought, it might I, thought not Venom, I thought Venom was responding to the person. And also from the end credits of the first one, not to get into spoilers per se, because, you know, people still want to play that if they haven't. Yeah. And mm. ha like, it's a big game, so people might not have finished it. Mm. Um, not to get into spoilers, but uh, I feel like they were sort of building up to Venom from that in their own weird way. Is, is it similar to how Venom was portrayed in the Ultimate Marvel Universe comic? A little. So, the, the, the suit to heal cancer? Yeah. That type of thing? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I, yeah, I assumed the Russian voice was from a separate person, but uh, Venom looks sick. Yeah. Oh, man. What, hey, what look are, at those, that. Those Insomniac are just, as we said at the start that of the show. That looks sick. Oof. Yeah, that looks really good. That yeah, is Venom. It. I want to play a game as Venom. Well, you probably will. I'm going to bet you that you will play as Venom in this game. You reckon? Yeah. Well, I mean, it then leads to the Spider-Man logo on black. So True. So black suit Spider-Man, maybe. No. Nah. It's been done to death. You'll play as Venom. They don't want the baggage from Spider-Man 3. Speaking <laughs> of baggage, yeah. you get lots of baggage being a parent. Oh. It's all right. I can say that. My daughter doesn't watch this. Uh, I don't as... think any of my kids watch this. <laughs> i got a number of them. Brayden, how many of your kids watch this? Uh, Chloe, she's a cat, she's four years old, she doesn't really watch TV. You legit said a name, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we saw God of War Ragnarok. It's more of boy, it's more of dad of God. And, Puberty uh, blues. <laughs> oh, really? That's that's the vibe you got? Yeah, because Atreus is bloody growing up, yep. and he's going through puberty, and everyone's like, oh shit, why is he growing? Uh, we also got uh, uh, a teaser of Thor. Uh, Odin's, uh, sorry... Uh, Kratos is searching for Odin, and he's going to take on uh, like Asgard. Do you want me to bring? <laughs> do you want me to bring up the photo? Of yeah, Thor? bring it up. Yeah, we got a picture uh, after the release of the the trailer. We actually got a full picture of Ryan Hurst, who is portraying Thor in it, and it is perfect. It is perfection. It is incredible. Bring it up, Raiden. Uh, all right, here we go. Boom! Look at, Look at that. Him. That is a guy that has commanded lightning and thunder, and eaten shitloads of buffets. And Just awesome. Just drank lots of wine. My favorite thing about this is that um, after the conference, they did a short little set of like developer interviews and stuff. One of which was for God of War Ragnarok. I highly recommend everyone go check it out so you can meet the new director of this game. Because mm. um, Corey is moved on to other projects. Yeah, what has he moved on to? Uh, very secret stuff he yeah. can't talk about. Yeah, he's not uh, to say Overcooked but, 3. Uh, I, I he's believe still he's creative working... director at... Um, he's the overall creative director. Uh, and he's working with Alana Pierce on that secondary project, yeah. I believe. Overcooked three, but um, yeah, definitely. But um, they talked about uh, how their that representation of Thor is very, very different from the hunky Australian everyone knows. Mm -hmm. um, and they were like, "Nah, it's straight up exactly Me? that sort of style he's represented as in old Norse mythology." He's fat as hell. He's redheaded. He's left-handed. Like he's dumb he's, as hell. He's a weird unit. Yep. He's a thug. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah. they, they even sort of slightly said little things about how, like, Odin isn't like a like a big dude in a castle. He's just an old man. Well, that's and, like, how he's, he's supposed to be. in the world. And, like, that's fantastic. I'm so here. Mm. Honestly, if anyone really wants to delve into actual Norse mythology but doesn't want to get into the old text, Neil Gaiman wrote a book on Norse mythology. Where Neil Gaiman green -like explains <laughs> all of the interactions between the gods and, and everything that happened there, which really, really supports everything that's going on here. <laughs> It's fantastic. We sell it at Greenlight Comics. If it's sold out, we can order it. Talk no, to me. definitely get it. Triple Indies just pulled up in the uh, chat. For those of us that are probably over 30 will know it. He's Obelix <laughs> from the Asterix comics. Yep. That's classic. Uh, so overall, what did we think of the PlayStation Showcase? I thought it was great. Yeah? Yeah, I thought it was way more um, hits than... I don't think there was ever any misses. I think there was certainly things that stood out further than the rest. But I think if you if you... Compare it to, say, like, the Gamescon one or things like that. There was nothing that was, like, meh. There was, was no like, real slow bits. There was no filler. Yeah. It was just all good stuff. Well, I mean, it went for almost an hour. 
uh, about 50 minutes or so. And I thought that time flew very, very quickly. Yeah, it felt like half an hour. Yeah, especially, yeah. you know, that early in the morning. Although I get up that early anyway. It's not really a big deal. But the fact that it was that early, it didn't drag at all. It had really good pacing. Um, the, the as Braden put it, uh, Sony wank didn't happen as much towards the end. They yeah. just went trailer, 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 Yeah, trailer, they really trailer. did stop doing that for a bit and they just sort of went through all of it. Uh, Braden, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I, th- I thought it, I thought it was really good. Uh, obviously, there were a couple of misses in there for me personally, but um, like overall, I think they did excellent. Um, their their big announcements were hype as hell, which is exactly what you want when you're doing this sort of thing because you want people talking about it. Um, yeah, I think it's very exciting. Oh, we didn't talk about the new vampire battle royale game. Done. Time to move on. <laughs> uh. That Just, was another. That was another skip during the showcase. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Uh, earlier in the week, in fact, yesterday, last night, last night, in fact. Last uh, night. Yeah, I didn't. Nintendo, Nintendo. You haven't seen this yet, have you? I missed it completely. Nintendo revealed a Mario sixty four Lego set. Braden, can we please roll the footage? Wait, so Floppy, you, you need to watch this. Have you seen this yet? All right. Have you not seen it, Braden? Have you not seen this yet, Floppy? I've seen no, it. No, no, I haven't seen any of it. Oh so I'm going to get a live reaction from Floppy right, right. now. Go. Am I prepared to be dazzled? Well, you tell us. So, I, fucking like, Lego, I like Lego. The new Lego set features over 2,000 pieces. That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, you fucking what? <laughs> <laughs> the block itself stands at just over seven inches tall. That's fucking wicked. Yeah, I know. I'm totally getting it. Like, I'm sorry. The, the, the Mario Lego that's come out previously. Yep. Fuck shit. Yep. That was cool. Yeah. Look at that. It all folds in together. Oh, I need it. I'm a little bit aroused right now. <laughs> How does it work? Oh, man. Can you imagine putting that. this thing together? There's 2,000 pieces. I've literally just finished building a Lego kit that I got for Father's Day slash birthday. Uh, which, by the way, was Guardians of the Galaxy ship from Infinity. The Saga. Milano? No, not the Milano. The one that, that they replaced the Milano. Oh, right. Yeah, that is sick. Uh, so this is going to cost... Oh, boy. $170 US. Oh, Ooh. Which is 230 mm. Australian. Uh, you know what? That's yeah. I buy a bit of Lego. Well, um, I've been known to dabble in the Lego collecting. Yep. That's pretty reasonable. I bought the Lego NES for 350. Yeah. For anything that's licensed as well, that's yeah. pretty damn reasonable. Well, this is releasing on October one. Uh, I will be getting it because that's freaking cool as hell. Look, look at that man! That troll transforming thing <sighs> makes my pants fit nice. Amazing humans, thank you for joining us. We have been Hack the Dino. This has been our gaming cast where we bring you the past, present, and future of video games. But that's not all we do. Head on over to hackthedino.com to see other things that we do, all encompassing Hack the Dino. Be sure to check out Instagram as well, where our social media guru, Anto, is there giving you all the latest news up to the date, up to the minute, up to the, the clack. Clack? What? What? Up your clacker. Doing yeah, an amazing job on that, by the way. Anyway, thank you, Anto. He's over there in the live chat being thank you. all awesome. Thank you. Speaking of being all awesome, Floppy, what do you do that is also awesome? Oh, lots of things. But if you want to see just stuff, stuff that I'm okay with you looking at, uh, you can go over to Instagram at Floppy Plays Games. Check out stuff that I've bought, stuff that I've uh, played, stuff that I've sequestered sequestered and maybe not paid money for uh that was some of my newer purchases was donkey kong country 2 on the snes um my cyberpunk controller which is actually sick looks wicked is it yeah have you given it some medicine no maybe an early night possibly no did you etch that in after the game wasn't getting supported (laughs) (laughs) no future yeah yeah no future updates i didn't finish But uh, and and I'll make Kirby, which was my uh, my Wii U, latest Wii U purchase, with which is a really weird game to play. Like some really cool um, gameplay mechanics, we have to draw on the Wii U gamepad, and it creates like rainbow ramps for Kirby to fly around on. Yeah, it's fucking cool, man. Rainbow ramps is a very different game. It's my favorite punk band. Yeah. <laughs> Brayden, I do another side thing, uh, which is another podcast. If you like podcasts, <gasps> uh, you can. Head over to your podcast service of choice or over on the YouTubes and you can find Millennial Movie Talk, which is a podcast I do with my friends. We chat about movies and stuff. Um, most recently, we all went and saw Shang-Chi, which is great. I, I don't know if I'm allowed it. to say this, but I know someone who worked on that. Ooh! Well, it, a was lot it of Shang-Chi? No. Nah. Oh. A lot of the production was done in Australia, which is excellent. I know the person who choreographed all the fight scenes for Mortal Kombat. 
Very nice. But a friend of mine uh, started working in uh, a company that does stuff for movies and things like that. RSP. But, yep. And uh, <laughs> first pick, first first job. Very oh, nice. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Incidentally, uh, the set designer or one of the set designers for the Mortal Kombat film, uh, her last name is, I, I don't want to dox her, but her last name is Cox. Yeah. Exactly how you think it is. Um, so you look, her, you look it up on her Instagram. No, spelt like Cox. Okay. You look it up on her, her Instagram. Her personal Instagram is just pictures of Cox. That's amazing. <laughs> now great. that's that's funny. Like <laughs> that's great. Oh, anyway, sorry, Brad. Share of that. But yes, uh, if you if you like movies and stuff, go check it out. Uh, we have been chatting. Marvel's What If keeps getting better, and and kind of apparently until recently, I haven't watched the most recent episode yet. But um, and we've also started a new segment because we're all twenty somethings. Uh, we've started a new segment where we're doing classic call outs, where uh, we're watching things that none of the five of us have ever watched. Um, like actual classic films that we've never seen. Like Die this Hard 3. If you want to tune into next week's episode, is Goonies. Oh! Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah! None of us have ever seen Goonies, so you'll get to hear our thoughts on episode 123. Can I make a recommendation for you all? Yes. Stand by me. Oh! I think so. so the rule is, if one of out of the five of us have seen it, we're not allowed to put it on the list. Oh, Breakfast really? Club. And it's a random movie out of these like 12 or 15 we figured out. Um, Goonies! I mean, I'm at the same time excited for you to watch it and horrified that you haven't. <laughs> exactly. So I'm going to be watching that this week. Episode 123, you can hear us chat about Goonies. Now, you've all seen all the Indiana Jones films? Yes. All Back to the Future films? Yes. All Star Wars films? Yes. Okay. Have you seen Brazil? No one's seen Brazil, dude. Brazil? Brazil's a great film. Yeah, everyone says that. Everyone that says they've watched Brazil hasn't actually watched the Brazil. First, I own it. It's right over there. The first one we did in episode I've 122, which will be on YouTube soon, was a Network which was oh. a pretty heavy film. Yeah, that um, was like... Gnarly. It was excellent. It was really that good. That was the TV... Yeah, um, TV network yeah. and uh, the television Ooh. station. Have you seen Game Show? No. That Have you seen any bells. The Game? The Game? Michael Douglas? The Game? Mike, cool. Not as cool as Game Show, though, because true story. Mm. Mm. Oh, man, there's heaps of... Oh, I'm going to write a list. Wait, yeah, uh, us figuring it out... I won't out, give it, it to Brayden. I'll just write a list. It, was, gonna... a, it was a full... Uh, we, us trying to figure it out in our messenger chat... <laughs> Uh, I took screenshots of it. It's 45 images was everyone trying to figure out movies at least one of us hasn't seen. Can I, I'll make another uh, suggestion because it's one that I got Anto to watch and I watched it with Anto and his partner. One of my favourites with Liam Neeson, Dark Man. Dark Man? Oh, man, if you haven't seen Dark Man, get on that shit. Bruce Campbell's in it, Sam Raimi. Yep, get on it. Have you seen Evil Dead? Uh, I have seen the first Evil Dead. Dang. What about Army of Darkness? I've not seen Army this of Darkness. This is my boomstick. You gotta watch Army of Darkness. Yeah, I'll check them out. Check that out. It's, I, think, it's I more, feel like we're rambling now. <laughs> it's a slapstick comedy more than a horror. I think you'll love it. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, cool. Just do that. Millennial movie talk. Uh, and then I, I do things uh, over on Xbox Legacy Cast. You can go check that out. I talk about stuff. But uh, yeah, get, head on over to Mr. Benjamin on Instagram. That's where I put all my things, including the things I got today. Got some really cool little. Uh, I got. That little jet hopper, I got a mini uh, remote control car that I had as a kid. I used to have one as a kid. And I used to just tear, I've written a little story there, tear around my house with it and like make jumps and ramps and drive through mud puddles and dirt. That thing was, you could um, not kill it. Like I literally, I sent a pitch to one of my sisters and said, do you remember this? And we said, oh yeah, you played it with it so much the one of the wheels fell off. And like <laughs> I had, like I thrashed it out that much. Maybe you can kill it. <laughs> uh, anyway, I walked uh, into a store today and I was going on a little hunt and there was one there for $40 just sitting in there. And I went, you know what? You're coming home with me, baby. Oh, yeah, Another man. piece of my childhood. Another piece of the puzzle collected. I can't wait until I have all the things I had as a kid again. And I'll be a and full more. and complete human. That's how it works, right? Yeah. Anyway, I also got Dino Rider stuff. Ooh, Dino Rider. that stuff's getting rare now. It's pretty cool, though. Stupid rare Dino stuff. Look at this gang. Um, Scroll down a bit, Brayden. Yeah, see what I called him? <laughs> Can you read it out for me, Brayden? When you collect figures of people's uncles... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. It's like the guys in Steven Universe. Yeah. Uh, just go down, see that uh, Wii U thing? Oh, yeah. That is We Fit You, a boxed version. Uh, so I was in a cash converters today, which is a pawn shop over here in Australia. P A W N. No, the other one. Not P O R N. 
Uh, anyway. Depends what you're looking for. That is. Uh, this this <laughs> was fit. a boxed Wii Fit U board and game and pedometer for $5. However, what the good people at that porn store didn't realize was that that had a very limited run because it was for the Wii U, which was a failed system. And those things sell for $80 to $100. So for $5, I went, well, I can't really leave that there, can I? The answer was no, so I picked it up. So I was, I was pleased with that. I'd just sit in a box behind my curtain. <laughs> but I own it. That's the main thing. Oh, and I got that really cool thing right in the middle. Uh, the, the, I don't know what it was. It's Beijing. It's the Wii game, Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games, the 2006 Beijing edition. However, it comes with a pack-in <laughs> of a, a sleeve for your Wii moat and your nunchuck, green and gold, which are Australia's uh, colors. Cool. Um, still sealed. It is still sealed. So one thing that I've learned in my collecting career is that if you come across a region-exclusive game pack that is still sealed, you pick that mother up. So I did. And I can tell you now, that'll be one thing that people go after. Apparently, there was also a DS version that had different color stylus. Yeah, right. So I probably won't even bother trying to hunt that down. I don't yeah, care. It's a painted stylus. Yeah, it came across and I went, yeah, oh, that's cool. It's brand new. It's in this box. <sighs> How do I do with my life? Splash. We've been Hack the Dino. This has been our gaming cast. Uh, thank you to everyone who joined us in the live chat. Don't forget to go to hackthedino.com. Leave a review on all the podcast things that you can, as well as YouTube. Subscribe to us over there. Big thing you can do, biggest thing you can do, I mean, completely serious, is actually tell your friends and let them know. Um, like, I don't want to sound big-headed, but I will. Uh, whenever people see this show and watch it for the first time, the feedback I get is, oh, wow, that's actually really funny. It's a really enjoyable show. <laughs> Not sure why. I wouldn't, say, I wouldn't say funny. I'd say <laughs> quality. They also say, Ben, you, you're really attractive and your penis must be huge. Um, really, really weird. Like I said, get away from me. That was brother. just me, man. Oh, that's right. Anyway, go and tell a friend about my big penis. <laughs> just, that's weird. It's not quite, oh, fucking just gave head to the microphone. 